Hi, I'm Tess. If you've listened before, you'll know that I stood for election in 2017 and have since made a musical about it called Say Yes to Tess. That musical has been made in association with Leeds Playhouse, who in this episode have invited the group to come and host a live podcast recording um, with a bunch of audience members who are really interested in what on earth we've been up to. Welcome to Politics Could Never. I'm Peace, Cheryl, Nicole, Kiara, Arthur, Hannah. We're a bunch of teenagers from Seacroft and Leeds who are on a journey to understand the behind the scenes of politics. Join us as we try to find out why young people are not involved in the decisions that affect us most. Hope you enjoy. to our podcast where we focus on young people and politics. Today we are recording in Leeds Playhouse with some special guests. And we are going to be talking about different facts um, to do with politics and MPs um, in the UK. In Scotland you can vote from 16. Is it a coincidence that that universities are free? Would you support 16 and 17-year-olds to have the vote? Personally, me, yes, because I'm turning 16 and I would like to have a say, (laughs) honestly. And in all honesty, I feel like these votes that people are voting for, it's going to affect my life. I'm the one that's going to grow up and I'm the one that's going to take more of the impact. Do you get what I mean? But... No disrespect, absolutely no disrespect. The olders are the ones that are voting. Yeah. <laughs> but they won't. Do you get what I mean? Do you see where I'm going with this? They won't be around for like exactly. what they're voting for. Like they won't exactly. see the effects that it has on us. Exactly. Do you see what I mean? That's why I feel like we should we should have a say. But it depends if like in the end it's affecting their like retirement and pension. True. I respect that. But again, they won't be around for too long mm. to face <laughs> the impact. I don't wish death on anyone. Of course mm. not, of course not, of course not. <laughs> I'm not about that. Not about anyone else. What do you think, Hannah? Not really, no. So I'm, eight, I'm turning 18, so it's not like that affects me. Well, it does, but it doesn't at the same time. But it's like, even at 16, none of us have had the education about politics. So we could be voting for the wrong thing completely if we were to get the vote at 16. Yeah, that brings up the other topic about should politics be taught in school? Yeah. So if we were voting at 16, what could we change? Me personally, I'd be like bringing up more jobs because Tracy Brabin, the West, West Yorkshire Prime Minister... She she brought out a thousand jobs for young people, which is absolutely amazing. But <clears throat> sorry, certain um colleges have just one college alone has over three thousand people. So there's still gonna be so many others that are not covered at all during that time. So I feel like introducing more job offers, even if it's something like washing dishes sweeping so-and-so floor, like, just something that has substance to it that can keep a person going because the government has enough. They have enough to distribute their wealth, but they just... I guess they just choose not to. Yeah. 
But could you say Scotland is not really in an advantage if they go university for free and vote at 16, at 17 and 17? Like, what is the major difference? The fact that we have to pay. True. It's because they have the, the ability to vote at 16 and 17 that they get to decide. You know, they probably had to get the option to pay for university, whereas, you know, even though we go to uni at 18, it's just... It's, it's only getting to that point of being able mm-hmm. to vote in England. Let's ask one of the audience members what they think. Do we have any volunteers? Thank you very much for inviting me. Francis Science here, so let me just... So, my opinion on being able to vote at 16. At 16, if I'd have been able to vote, it wouldn't have been good. I didn't know enough about politics. I knew nothing about politics, to be honest. My two years doing my A-levels, I studied politics for two years non-stop. And at 18... I knew more than a lot of people in, like, general public about politics. Those two years made a huge difference on my political know-how. So I now advocate for 18 and over. I think 16 is just too young to be voting. You've not had the experience, the life experience, to make decisions on things that will affect you for the next 60, 70 years. If, if, say politics was taught like 16 and under would it it be different then it changes then yeah Yeah, because it changes then i feel like if they did it it would make a difference i think it would make a difference yeah yeah definitely so yeah i think it would make a difference but we're also do you understand what i'm saying like once you get a bit older definitely just change and to be honest he's right about the judgment because um my cousin um when she was new to everything, she didn't know what she was voting for. I'm not going to lie, my uncle did swear her to vote for what he wanted. Mm-hmm. She did not get to make a decision herself. And she was completely confused, so she just went aboard with it. The UK has one of the most centralised power systems in the world. Central government takes 95 pence of every £1 paid in tax. This means most spending decisions are made by MPs in Westminster... What would be different if we had a parliament in Yorkshire? There wouldn't be much of a difference, to be honest. I, I think, think it would. I think it would be more focused on Yorkshire because I feel like it goes it goes London, obviously, mm-hmm. then it goes up to like Birmingham and then Manchester, just a, yeah, mm-hmm. and then it's it just true. stops and goes straight to Scotland. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's more representation of Northern England. Mm. That actually makes sense, to be honest. We literally get the scraps. Of whatever the parliament puts out for the for the rest of us, we literally get the scraps. It's true, you know. So if we had our own parliament, like money would be distributed more equally between like having it in Yorkshire and then having like one bit that represents Manchester. So like you can focus more on topics that matter instead of generalizing areas. That makes sense. MPs get paid £82,000 each year. More than 95% of people get paid. So why do MPs need a second job? In my opinion, that's greed. <clears throat> and is it tax-free or that's just it? Most likely tax gets taken off, isn't it? Well, well audience probably not. Number. I, just, I just really want to say that they shouldn't have time for a second job because all the focus should be 
on being an MP. Exactly. Word. Word. Oh. Word. Word. I love applause. I love that. I love that. You've also got you've also got the fact of MPs don't even have to go to Parliament if they don't want. Like, it's, optional. Yeah. it's an optional thing Odyssey. to go there. Uh, they are, they are, they're really like severely overpaid. Cause, and uh, I heard that even one of the members of parliament have, has like nine part-time jobs. Uh, what? Apparently, I don't know like why. I don't know if he's like severely suffering to feed his family with like uh, getting paid that much. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Uh, that is greed in my opinion because it's like what person needs nine jobs? Like a genuine person that has that doesn't know what they're going to eat the next day needs that job, but you've got to go take it, even though your yearly wage is eight to two thousand. Yeah, like I guess it's more than ninety five percent of people get paid. Like that's, what? That's a, lot people, a lot of people dream for that much. Around. Honestly, and it's not even eighty two thousand pounds. Like there was that guy who was allegedly caught for lobbying one hundred and five thousand pound out of MPs a wage. We've got an audience yeah. member. Yeah. Me again. <laughs> Hello again. Hello. So basically, I think the pressure of being an MP, you have to make, in your mind, the right decision every time, otherwise you're under so much scrutiny. And that is so important that, I mean, the value of the job has to you know, correspond to the value of money you get. That's my opinion, and I think that's a bit controversial, to be honest. Yeah, but honest. if you think about it, they not don't. Seeing the change. They, they don't have to go to Parliament e at all if they didn't want, even though they are an MP. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I do want to say I do think that uh, eighty thousand is a fair wage, um, particularly as most of them are mature. A lot of them are lawyers. Um, work in the NHS. They should, they, I don't think they should be doing the second jobs. There's just been one in the news just recently that's um, had some problems with doing some some job, um, some legal job. So I know that that mm. one was a lawyer. And I don't think he should have been doing that. Mm -hmm. you know? um, but, um, yeah, I do think um, that is a fair wage, um, as most of them are mature. And I've come from well-paid jobs like mm. being lawyers and that sort of thing. Thanks, guys. I'm, I'm going to strongly disagree with my fellow lovely guests. Um, <laughs> one, if they have a lot on their plate, they clearly don't have... They're not managing it very well because they are doing their second job. Um, secondly, if we're talking about people... The other 95%, let's think about them. So let's think about our teachers who are educating our children. Let's think about NHS staff, because earlier in the conversation we were saying, you know, one of the things that we're really proud of um, in the United Kingdom is because of our NHS and the service that we provide, and we were saying we need to serve them. What about, how about what that 82 grand can do for that workforce? And actually, and then also we, if we, thinking back to some of the other things that we said, the reason, you know, we were saying, do we want a Yorkshire Parliament, do we want these things, is because the MPs aren't serving us. So actually we're in contradiction, because on one side we're saying, oh yeah, they're doing, they're working really hard, they're doing, they've got a lot on their plate, but then on the other hand, they're not actually speaking. <laughs> they're not speaking exactly. for their constituents. Um, and also this, I think for some reason, the sense that I'm getting, like, we're... we're feeling sorry for them and going oh but they're working really hard like they no. have so many benefits and so much like they like they get paid 82,000 pounds a year 82,000 pounds on top of it yes 
all expenses paid. So like that's not even tax. You know, yeah, and and what? Oh, that exactly. That is ridiculous. And the other thing, like, let's just talk about in terms of the child poverty at this moment is the highest. It's the highest it's ever been since the First World War. I'm not even surprised. Yeah. Can I so, ask you what you think a fair wage would be for them? If they've got a second job? No, they, I, they, I, I don't agree that they, they should, should have, have a second, second job. No, disregarding it. No, if they don't have second jobs, what is the fair wage? I'd say the kind of national living wage that everybody else is on. What's that? I don't know what the... 32,000. Oh, 32, I was going to say, like, 60. I think that it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah, and I guess if they're doing... Do you think it should depend on the MP? Do you see what I mean? That's exactly what I was going to say. I feel like if that MP is making the necessary change that they mm. promised us that they would do, yeah. that 82,000 is perfectly fine. Like, you yeah. deserve that. There should be some, like, guidelines or, like, rules yeah. for the job. Exactly. Like, do you get what I mean? It shouldn't be, like, you know... Let's say you're, you're at Parliament 65% of the time, but people are there 85% of the time, but you get paid the same exactly. amount. It's not right. I think the people that go to Parliament more like nearly every time mm. should be paid the right, the right wage. We've got another audience member. I have a, just a question to pose. What if the MPs were paid by the results that they actually deliver? That is different. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That is different. Yeah. No, so I'm not entirely work. sure how that would work, um, or, or what you'd, you know, it could be um, based on perhaps getting people into creating more jobs, mm. you know, making the NHS work better, mm -hmm. you know, improving the economy, the transport system. Exactly. But I don't know, I mean, like, yeah. It's one of them, isn't it? That's exactly so, yeah, get, get maybe, maybe if they were paid by the results, then they might actually work a little bit harder for the money that they get. Exactly. Yeah. That's my point. Thank you for that. So in our next episode, the group are going to be talking to Tracy Brabin, the recently appointed Mayor of West Yorkshire. It's a totally new system of power in West Yorkshire and it's part of um, the devolution plan and the government's levelling up. Um, so Tracy has a lot of powers that we've not had before in West Yorkshire. We wanted to know what the audience thought we should ask Tracy about her job. But let's go around and each say one thing that we would change if we were the mayor of West Yorkshire, if we had power, if we Can had I control over this budget. Yeah, go please. I would love to introduce politics as a topic in school to be learned from up from year seven till year nine, then you can cut it off from year 10, so that at least they have that three years of knowledge. That is something that I would introduce. because. Why cut it off from year 10? Um, because that's more GCSE years, do you get what I mean? GCSE yeah, but then, options. But then, they all, but then you can also make it so politics is like, uh, so like citizenship at some schools, mm. they could make it so it's a requirement you have to do. Or something that you can pick. To be fair, like the requirements thing, I'm not too keen on that because, no disrespect to anyone who chose this, but for example, RS is something that we have to do at school. Because well, yeah, because we're, we are we're a Christian. We are a, we are a, yeah, a Church of England. I just school. feel like it's unfair because it's like more on my head, more revision when I have things that I actually chose. 
that I also have to revise for as well with that on top it's just too much stress so I feel like making it compulsory will reduce the interest in what was actually being learned so I feel like if you cut it off from year nine they've got that three years of knowledge that they learned I really I I actually don't know this is really hard because there's not even a because it's just hard but I think I'd focus on the on the homes and making more making more homes for families because as much as it's difficult like um population growth and everything but you can't really stop people from having kids if they'd like and having families um so yeah but yeah that's what i do <laughs> if i was mayor <laughs> i'd begin i'd probably try and attempt to solve the homeless problem if I was mayor, I'd focus on perception and people understanding how and where the money goes. It's like mainly like covering everything, but understanding why it's so little. Uh, yeah. So like tax what they actually do with it. Yeah. That I like. So like if I give a hundred mil to transport, they know why I'm giving hundred mil to transport. I like that a lot. Do we really have to ask me? Just a reminder, what would you like to change, Hannah? Buses. <laughs> <laughs> what would Tracy Brabin? No, he says it, it could be Brabin, it could be so you it know. could be Brabin. I think it's Brabin. Yeah, Brabin sounds bush. What would Tracy? <laughs> what would the mayor of West Yorkshire? There we are. Maybe we should ask her how you pronounce it. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, question. What would the mayor of West Yorkshire prioritise out of all of her pledges? I'd also like to know how long she's got to do this, mm. and how long she envisages that each thing will take. <laughs> um, and uh, it would be interesting to know how much money she allocates to it all. I want to ask her how she made that tough decision of distributing everything. Yeah. I want to know how she did it, because I could never... I want to ask... I would never be able to do that. What she felt um, was more important to her, and what she thought was important. I would love to know her values, what she believes. That's true. I would love to know that, because that would give me an insight on, like... Her head and how she thinks. I mean, I just want to know what was she thinking when she said she's going to make a thousand more paid jobs. Need more? It's not enough. Yeah. Why? Why just that? Why just a thousand? Again, the distribution of that three hundred and ninety-eight million and having to pay. That's a thousand jobs in Bradford, Calladale, Kirklees. Yeah, she has got absolutely loads of places. A thousand. I've just noticed it says put put keeping women and girls safe at the heart. Of my policing plan. How? How? What did she do? It's like what? Ignore a guy that's disrespect again. No disrespect, but we don't see like I'm not seeing it at all. I'm still shook to be in town right now. Like me getting home right now. That's just you and scared. Well, that's rude. (laughs) That's rude. That's rude. I don't like this. But it's. I think a lot of her pledges are very broad as well. Because what do you mean? Prioritise skills and training to ensure everyone in West Yorkshire has the skills they need. She made a lot of promises, but not a lot of progress. Yeah, I feel like she's focusing more of what's happening now than actually what she wants to do, if that makes sense. I feel like since um, 
It's of a cost about young people and like housing and like the environment. She feels like she has to focus on it. Mm. Yeah, so like these are good. One of, these pledges are good. Like they, they are it, good. There's a lot of substance in and them. And especially just, as, especially if she's only just become the West exactly. Yorkshire mayor. West Yorkshire yeah. mayor. Yeah, mayor yeah. of West Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> like it is quite hard for her to like make all this so quickly, okay. especially as like we've had all these COVID. Restrictions, restrictions yeah. and everything. That's it for today. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our special guests as Aww. well. Thanks for listening. Uh, next week, the group are going to be talking to Tracy Brabin, Mayor of West Yorkshire. Do tune in and see what questions they end up putting to her.